Good morning. Happy Soul Sunday. My favorite uh, morning of the week where I like to just ease into the day. Ease and flow. But then I'm a door dasher, so <laughs> that, this, that shit changes. Because Sundays are great. If you're a dasher too, Sundays are great because most people don't want to leave their homes because they want to lay around. You know, especially now that in the Midwest it's getting colder and colder. It's less, but I like being out in it. But yeah, I have to take some of the day to ease into it. So yes, happy Soul Sunday. And thank you for showing up to another episode of A Walk Back to Self-Love and Energy Exchanging. So the topic I thought about for today that inspired this motivation to record one um, is how to be an adult in this experience (laughs) from childhood to adulthood and everything in between. And then when you're an adult and you think you have it figured out, but then you realize you don't, and then you try to figure out how and what and why, and you ask all these questions and then you're on your way to Uh, a more evolved version of yourself, but still being you, then you think about how to be an adult in the society that we're currently living in. (laughs) You know, like what, what's going on? (laughs) Which is a common question that I ask myself, what is going on? So then, you know, you go through all of those emotions and then we have the holiday season, you know, like it's nice. It's a nice break. Even though I'm not a big holiday person, It's like, all right, we need to take 500 hours to relax (laughs) and process life. Like, I can't believe we're at the end of 2021. And I was just having this conversation on Thanksgiving over dinner. It was like, wow, can you believe that we're at the end of 2021? And the continuation of 2020 and all that we experienced there. And now we're here. And it's like, and it's constant. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, that's the beat that I get with the larger scope of life. And if you choose to pay attention and learn and educate yourself um on all the injustices or the questionable things or political or racially um like there's just so many equality equity <laughs> like there's so many topics that you could literally go down the rabbit hole in um segregation uh <laughs> criminal justice system, um, the government in itself, the history of the government, slavery, like all of these things. You could really, you could really learn a lot. You feel like you walk away with a college degree. No, I'm kidding. But it's just, uh, it's a lot that is going on in the world. And then you're trying to figure out yourself and how to grow and overcome challenges that we individually face as children growing up. 
in our family homes, in our school systems, in our cities, in communities, friendships, lovers, all of it. Like, you know, like, can we all just do a collective exhale? (sighs) You know, like, that shit's heavy. So it's nice that the holidays kind of show up, uh, but it still feels weird for me to fully be happy and celebrating and joyful during the holidays because it's like, well, there's some major shit going on, but we'll take a little breather here. You know, go look, go do some, some holiday festivities type of things and spread good cheer. It's like we, we do need the holidays, you know, Christmas. Christmas is a time of bittersweet emotions. You're either really excited because it's going to be a fun Christmas and you'll be getting together with loved ones that maybe you couldn't get together with last year because of COVID and the year before because of COVID. Um, and all that comes with that. Or you look at the people that can not afford a Christmas. And then you have to be reminded, especially if you have children, like, damn, I can't even get my kids anything. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to have to figure out how to hustle this Christmas season. You know, and that goes back to me reflecting on my childhood, too. Like understanding the energy in the home of the financial hardships, especially during the holidays. Because people want to, sh- well, at, for a long time in society, I don't know because of COVID how this all looks. Because um, I haven't really talked about it really with people like, what are you doing in your individual homes for the holidays? But it's like, it's, I don't know, it's a, um, people want to show out during the holidays or go out and do things like holiday activities and, you know, fun stuff that you can bring your kids to. So, you know, all of this is going to feel weird because the last two years, most people, unless you did it anyways within your homes, stayed socially distanced apart from family and friends. And, uh, you know, this could be the first Christmas where everybody gets together and that could be interesting you know just you know parallel to what's happening in the world and that creates interesting conversations over over libations and cannabis and (laughs) food and family time you know and all that comes with that so yeah so how to be an adult there is no playbook There's no, this is how you become an effective and successful adult. 279 pages. There you go. (laughs) You know, like there is none, but that's the beauty of life. You know, going through it and then making mistakes hopefully learning from the mistakes, getting back in there and trying again and course correcting to things that, you know, we desire but maybe don't end up with exactly how we pictured it. Could be better, could be worse. The, you know, like there's just, oh, there's so much. There is so much. That's, there's, that's, that's the title. There is just so much. 
<laughs> because, you know, and, and I've recently been thinking a lot about, <laughs> I watched an episode after a thought popped in my head of where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And I watched an episode on YouTube and it reminded me of Young Amber. Oh, I loved that show. I love that show. Like, I think that's where I found that there was a tangible way to go see the whole world. You know, like, and I loved just the the coolness of that show. I wanted to be a a contestant. I wanted to be a kid on there. I'm like, I want to be on this show. Like, uh, yeah, so I, I thought about that because of my worldly essence that I have within myself that I tap into every once in a while where I'm like, God, this is such a great big world. I just want to see it. Um, goes back deep to my childhood. I wanted, that's why I left my home city and where I was living because there was this call to go see more and meet people and see what else is out there. You know, because I'm curious. I'm a nosy, curious little kid who turned into a very curious and somewhat nosy, if I care enough, (laughs) adult. You know, so those are those are strengths. But yeah, so I was thinking about Carmen Sandiego. I was like, dang, that was such a good show. This life um, definitely feels unique. So I've been hyper-focused on the U.S. side of things <clears throat> because there is so much. And then you expand, you pan out and you're like, God, there's just so much of the world to see and learn and hear what's going on. You know, so it's like you hear the craziness and the injustices that are happening here in America but then you hear about shit that's over in other countries and you're like, whoa, that would be insane. I don't want that. <laughs> you know, and then you go back to the USA and you're like, oh, all of it is just too much. <laughs> and then, you know, if you're like myself, that's high sensitive and you have to monitor the content, you know, um, it's like, Take a break, then go back in. Take a break, go back in. Because if you're locked in all the time to that kind of energy, I could see how that's, and I have felt in some ways, very daunting. And, uh, you know, but for me, I want to stay locked in just a little bit. I don't need to see it 24-7 or hear about it. But just so I'm aware of what's going on. You know, I used to think that I had to just go fight it out and talk about it and, and change people. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. There's a level of acceptance. There's a whole lot of levels of acceptance as an adult. You have to accept what is. Doesn't mean that you can't have something different or that that's a bad thing, but you just have to accept what is. And that's been a lesson for me acceptance (laughs) and who I who I become when I don't accept it I'm like fuck (laughs) this is not right 
I'm not accepting this. I'm going to try to change it. How? I don't know. <laughs> so back it up a couple days to Thanksgiving. Like I said, it, it, was, it was cool. It was chill. But I watched Dave Chappelle. The stand-up, that little, little backstory. I am a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I love his transparency, his authenticity, his I don't give a fuck. I'm Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I just, I admire his energy and his craft. Uh, but it was taped in Detroit. And my friend and I were at Belle Isle one day. I was home for the weekend. And I didn't know it until I drove by. And I was like, do you know that Dave Chappelle is in Detroit right now? I'm in Detroit. He loves Detroit. I love Detroit. It's a sign. No, because I didn't know. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I know. She's like, I was going to go to the show. And I was like, I was going to buy a ticket, too. And in that moment, I, because, you know, I'm out here working for myself. I'm hustling for myself to provide for me. I was like, all right, Amber. You would totally go right now, buy a ticket, and be so happy to go see that shit tonight? Or should you be responsible and make sure that that money goes towards your bills and your responsibilities? I even phoned a friend. I was like, I'm going to have to phone a friend on this because I, I don't know what to do. God damn it, I should have just went with my instincts and bought the damn ticket because that's the episode that hit the controversy, I find out, uh... And I was like, God, I could have been there. Oh, my God. You know, because we were both sitting there like, because she had some other things that she was like, well, I should, you know, be responsible. Like, we were both trying to be fucking responsible with Dave Chappelle on the line. You know, like, no, you go for Dave. You jump for Dave. (laughs) And I'm mad that I didn't jump for Dave. (laughs) I jumped for my bills. God damn it. So yeah, but it was it was a phenomenal episode. I was locked in the whole time. And I'm like, God, he's just so good at what he does. I can't explain it. But I you know, other people know it too, obviously. That's why he's where he's at and what he's built for himself. But he just covered some real shit. And things that I come to conclusions within myself that I'm like, whoa, Dave and I are on the same page. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, you know? And so you're like, all right. So I, I, I just had that confirmed because I thought that too, you know? So it was, it was nice to find the commonalities of thinking, but just, just the way he covered everything, you know? And, uh, I was saying to my friend, I said, listen, I know I love to speak and share my voice and share my opinion. And I'm out here, you know, voicing for the injustices. But ultimately, I will never have a say. And if what he discussed on stage was offensive or not to the transgender community, I just didn't see it. You know, because I could relate to a lot of things that he was talking about. You know, whether it was the learning about it or just other people involved. Like, I don't know if you've seen it, you understand. Like, he just, he presented some uh, thought-provoking items on the agenda. 
you know, of this experience. And then, of course, you know how we white folks act and what we've done. And, you know, like, God. So I thought it was a phenomenal episode. And I thought, God, I would love to just hang out with Dave. Maybe even smoke some weed together. <laughs> Talk about life. What, were, what would you do if you were in the room with Dave Chappelle and you could sit there and just talk life? Like, that'd be pretty sweet of a night, you know? Just a conversation. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm just soaking in that moment. <laughs> because I enjoy conversations with people about real things. You know, like, what's really going on? The fact that life feels more and more like uh, scenes out of Hunger Games than it does that we're this great, amazing place that just loves everybody and come here and build a dream. (laughs) I'm like, ah. Am I missing something? Because it does feel like that. But then there's all this shit over here. Voting rights. What's going on? We haven't really talked about that a lot. Because the holidays are here, but let's... You know what? That's the gift that can keep on giving. Keeping your voting rights. <laughs> Box that up. <sighs> Jesus. You know, I think about all the generations, you know, that I... And, and you too, like, this can, can be a good reflective moment. The generations that you were around growing up to where we're at now like how life was just so vastly different like we evolve as humans every generation and I think I talked about this in a recent episode we're all I think that's the goal too besides being awake to this experience is how are you evolving society how are you evolving this planet I just don't know what we're evolving into and that can be kind of scary you know, as you ask these questions, I ask these questions. You know, but like I think about growing up with my grandparents and then like older on my grandma's side of the family, like uncles and aunts and cousins. And it was a it was a different vibe, you know, for sure. And. um And going through schools and and just the energy of every chapter. Like, think about what, I mean, we see it, we know it. You probably have, you know, kids or you know what it's like to raise them right now. But think about being a kid in this world right now and in the last couple of years. And then the learning that your classmates are not identifying as male or female and you're like what does that if you're if you're someone that like when I was in here's an example when I was in elementary school no I'm sorry middle school I was in like eighth grade and I remember being in my science class and there was actually a picture of it and I remembered that moment I was sitting on the reg- the heat register and the window was to my back 
and there was like three of us and we were talking and I remember and there were some boys in there they started talking about like sexual things and I'm like what what does it and I'm thinking to myself like what does that mean and I think I was even honest about it. Like, I don't know what that is. And they're like, you don't know what that is? It was like eating out or something like that. I was like, no, I don't know. Because I was living in a fucking bubble in middle school. I, I was not thinking about sex. I was not thinking about boys. I was thinking about, like, creating. And I think, like, what my high school life was going to be like and who I wanted to be. Like, I was visualizing my next chapter. I was not thinking about a boy eating me out. <laughs> but then I quickly knew. I was like, what? You put your mouth where? <laughs> I was so naive. So then you fast forward to today and you think about kids that are raised in similar bubbles like myself. And then you come out, you know, and you're in a conversation and you hear, I'm not, I'm not a girl or I'm not a woman, and you're like, and then you start to question that, but you were, like, I've known you my my whole, you know, maybe you were in the same school districts and went to the same schools and everything, they had similar classes, and you're like, yeah, but for all these years, you've been a girl, now you're a boy, you know, like, and then you try to internalize that, like, what does that mean if you are not in a family that wants to talk about what's happening And just pretend like, you know, keep this hidden from the kids. It's like the critical race theory. Keep this hidden from the kids so they don't know the truth. But then you cannot control your child going, walking into a conversation and that sparking a a thought like, what about slavery? What about the LGBTQ plus community? So, you know, um, feeling offended is not something that people can truly control or force. Like if someone says, I'm offended by what you said, you can't be like, no, you're not. Or, oh, you shouldn't be offended. It's not up to you. (laughs) You're not in that inner workings. You know, like you don't know what that feels like, what it triggers. You don't know any of that. But what we can do, I believe, as a society is talk about this shit. And that's what I think Dave did, you know, and then he shared a story about a trans woman who was one of his very close friends and talked about that story. So it's like, no, you're, you're right. I don't I wouldn't know what is correct or incorrect with feeling offended by this. But Dave is not. You need to look at the root of it. And the root of it is white people, us, you know, our history how it's affected society now, what's going on in society, who's, who's, control, who's controlling the chaos of it, for the most part, you know? Within our inner workings of the USA. You know, I did a Google search this morning because, again, I've been all the way disconnected. And I just wanted to do a quick little Google search on Julius Jones thinking like, God, maybe he was released, you know, like, nope. Matter of fact, his family was denied visitation on Thanksgiving. They were told that they would have face-to-face visitation and then they get there and they said that they couldn't, they couldn't have that. 
It's like, what the fuck is going on in the state of Oklahoma with Governor Stitt that you're treating an innocent man like that? Like he committed a crime. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be so strong and have unwavering faith in the love of, of your family to keep you going when you're being treated like that. I don't get it. And that's where my love of humor, like I love to laugh. Like I recorded an episode a couple of days ago and I deleted it because I was annoyed with myself because in the beginning all I did was laugh because it's it's like that comfort and the discomfort. But I was like, this shit's annoying. If I'm annoyed with me, other people are going to be annoyed with me. <laughs> so I deleted the episode. I was like, there'll be another time that I, I get it out. Um... Yeah. Humor. I love it. I love to laugh. I love comedians. I love the way we could talk about the uncomfortable and laugh about it, but also pay attention to pay attention to the lingering discomfort that's still there after the laughs fade. You know, like and that's what Dave that I interpret does so phenomenally is that he talks about the injustices in a way that like make you laugh because it's so fucking true. So I highly recommend that episode and that we support laughter because if there's no laughter in this experience, think about all of the horrible things that have happened in society for centuries going back to slavery even before that shit that like i was like wait there's stuff before slavery what how far back does this shit go to the dinosaurs <laughs> like honestly where's the beginning god created in what seven days damn talk about i'm wasting life you created this whole life in seven days i'm sitting here like what do i do next no um so <laughs> you think about all of the trauma and the barbaric behavior, um, even all over the world, was their laughter probably very minimally. You know, like maybe within homes or person-to-person conversation, there may be a little bit of laughter. But like as a, as a collective at, at large, no. Was there laughter during slavery? Again, Probably person-to-person, human-to-human conversation, maybe, to get through the day. But was there laughter as a whole? No. Do we want to live in a society where there's no laughter at, at, on a larger scope? Hell no. Because then you also got to ask yourself, well, why wouldn't there be laughter in life? What's going on that's causing no laughter? And I don't want to live in a world like that. So I'm going to continue doing what I got to do to make sure, you know, that don't let that happen. However that plays out, you know. This life is 
quite intense and a variety of other emotions along with that. So it goes back to the beginning of my episode when I said the topic's going to be about being an adult in this life, you know, in this experience, and then being an adult with other adults in society right now. It's a lot, and you hope that you do shit right. (laughs) You hope that uh, you stay healthy sane and going after the goals that you want for your life and then also taking the time to reflect and have some downtime and want to live in an experience with others that feels good most of the time you know excuse me or trying to build a healthier society so we can enjoy living life and not have to be like, God, this feels like death. What's going on? At least that's how I feel at times. I'm like, there's got to be a purpose or why am I still here? (laughs) And then I duck because I'm like, oh shit, is there going to be a shooter? (laughs) You know, like, all right, Amber figured it out. Game over. So it's, for me, visualizing, I don't know, what I can try to control for myself for the next five to ten years. You know, we'll, we'll go a decade at a time. If I'm still here a decade from now, thank God. All right. It means I got more to do. And more shit to get through in my head. No. So, happy holidays to you. I hope that you spend this holiday season in a way that is meaningful and feels good to you, even if there's discomforts in your day-to-day life. Still try to find the joy of the energy of what the holidays can do for us, you know, um, and that we should carry that energy all year round, not just in the month of December and November. Because, you know, most of the time when January hits, people are like, shit, I spent too much. I was in that high, you know, like of the holiday spirit. And then that January hits and you're like, damn, now the snow comes. Shit. (laughs) So share your light. Be the light. And... We have to um, also show up as our humanly civil duties, you know, like voting and making sure that we have a society that's not authoritative, (laughs) you know, or what I'm understanding the meaning of fascism is, you know, like really trying not to live in that kind of society, if I'm real honest. So do the work within ourselves and then help others when we can. Be good to yourself, and be kind to yourself, and be kind to others. Peace and love.